episode 27 of Super High Sci-Fi is happening in your ears right now, and our topic of discussion today, we're going to jump right into it, is t the 2005 uh, masterpiece, not Revenge of the Sith, but Doom, starring The Rock and... Or Dwayne Johnson, if you prefer... Yeah, who the fuck else is in this movie? I can't even remember. Uh, Dr. McCoy is in here, whatever yeah, his name Carl is. Yeah, Carl Urban. Yep. Uh, Rosamund Pike. Okay, yeah, I know who that I is. Bet, I hope this movie, you know, bought her a really nice vacation home or something. Is there anybody else in this movie that people would know? Um, I recognize the faces in the movie, just no names. Yeah, so it's one of those movies. And it's an interpretation, obviously, of Doom the uh, classic 90s FPS game, The Granddaddy, the very first FPS, I mean, real FPS. But uh, the movie has not a whole lot to do with it, actually. Isn't that right? Yeah, the movie like, is fucking stupid. The, the, they both have stuff about Earth and Space Marines and uh, Mars. The This movie is very loosely based on, <laughs> yes. on the game... <laughs> That it uh, takes its name from. On Doom 3, really, I think is what it like, looks like it's closest to. Yeah, well, I buy that because just like Doom 3, you can't see anything that's happening in this fucking movie. Right, so, so goddamn like, dark. The plot of the movie is that something happens on the Mars base that Earth doesn't know about. There's just a problem. So they send the Space Marine SEAL Team 6 up there, which is the Rock and his guys, and they find out everybody's dead and... It's all creepy and the power's knocked out and blah, 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 because scientists dug up some kind of ancient bones that were the remains of some genetically altered humanoid thing that makes people turn into zombies or super ninjas and kill people. That Yeah, I didn't really I didn't get that at all. <laughs> that's that's I, what I got. Actually, but. I was really confused <laughs> up until like the last two-thirds of the movie where, where <laughs> Carl Urban's sister... She actually explains like the whole thing. Yeah, it's like okay, thank you. I didn't know what was going on until then. But did you notice how much of that was not like in a big master shot of those two talking? They, they, I think that they, it's pretty obvious they added that back in. Maybe. Oh, you mean in post? Like that? The, yeah, they had her come in and like shoot the director some... was like, "Oh shit!" Like yeah. nobody was going <laughs> to understand this movie even if they played the game. It was like the originals probably just like, "Yeah, we dug up these bones and then zombies were everywhere." See, yeah, okay, so in the game, there is no plot. That's that's what I remember about the game. The game, like, has a very loose threads of a plot. Like, you're a space marine, there's a Martian base, and somehow, like, they open a portal to, like, a hell dimension or something, and demons They're come through. They're doing, like, teleportation research. and Right, they... and demons come through the teleporter. Yeah. And then you just have to fucking kill everything that moves. That's the whole gist of the games. And I don't know why they just didn't take that story because it would have been better than the shit they cooked up for this movie where it's like, oh, no, like, aliens made, like, a 24th chromosome and injected themselves with it to make themselves super cool, but it didn't make some of them super cool. It turned them into huge murderous jackasses and they uh, destroyed their own civilization. So let's let's experiment with that. And then it goes crazy. And then we have to kill everybody who gets exposed. It just, you know, it seems unnecessarily complex for a movie based on a video game. That, yeah, that further just further convinces me that they had to add in that explanation and voiceover about what was going on. 
yeah, the stupid. I, I wish they'd just gone with the teleportation story. Like, ooh, we were doing teleportation, and somehow, like, these creatures started coming through instead of, like, oh, yeah, this, we got an extra chromosome thing, and we're, you know, it's science. Yeah. I, I mean, there was a chance to even score double and teleportation, and then you have to shut down the portal or whatever, maybe even score some points for a loose Half Life adaptation, but. Right, so the people <laughs> built the teleporter. They didn't yes. go to Mars and discover the teleportation stuff like you do in the game, I think. That's Doom 3, right? Oh, Doom 3 is the people built it, but that was... It's like they, I think they found the, the creepy alien shit from Total Recall, and that... They, like, reverse and engineered that ex- it? Yeah, that explained how it worked. Because remember the last levels when you're descending into the demon pit or whatever? Yeah, like the oh, the Phobos labs? Yeah, there's, like, an increasing amount of analytical stuff. Like, they were clearly experimenting on alien shit that's all hooked up to their scientific instruments. So I think that, you know, the technology that powers the little cube you get and all everything is man-made, but alien, you know, ruins-based. Which again, I, the, I really wish they'd just gone with that. The it's, game has a, like such a, the story of the game is just so much deeper. I know, and it, it's it's shocking how that's possible. It, we're talking about a little pixelated game that you know how much disk space did that take up back in the day, and it's it's more complex than this movie. Yeah, I, just the plot of all the Doom games, which is really the same plot, never fully explained until like the the doom three parts so much better you could have gone with that and you probably would have gotten more people to see it if you had just said it was like a straight doom movie yeah so the plot of doom three i i remember most because it's the most recent version that i've played and i assume that this movie is trying to take a lot of that the first game, yeah. I think it's just what I said, that there's no real story. It's just they open portals on Mars, and then aliens come through, and they have to kill all the demon aliens. Yeah, the only story in the game is from the uh, pre-post like text. Yeah, and then the what about the manual. second game? Was there like a deeper story in that one, or is it just like, oh, wait, there's more aliens. You forgot to kill them. Go back. Well, I think it's like there's an, another round of experiments or something. Oh, so it's like you're still the same guy. You just got to keep trudging your way through Mars and killing shit. I don't know if you're if you're not a future guy. There's not a whole lot of story to go on, and it's not really particularly important. That's what I mean. That's why the game was enjoyable. Not not because the story sucked, but because the story was there was just enough of it to make the game legit. Whereas this movie, they they try to just jam too much of it up your ass, and it doesn't make any sense at all. There is no story. Yeah. Like, I, anybody who thinks that we're exaggerating that point, it's, no. The rock and, the last part of the story happens when Roseman Pike explains the, the skeleton virus. And she gives Carl Urban his invincibility upgrade. Yes. When they, yeah. they type <laughs> and he in... he goes uh, into the first-person shooter sequence for the... Like <laughs> they, they type in, what, what's uh, D.N. Crow... No, it's Duke Nukem. <laughs> God, isn't it just God mode? Yeah, and Doom, I think it probably yeah. is. It's just like God or something. Yeah. And nice that's and how simple. people got the name God Mode for all the other games. Nice and simple. Yeah. But really cool glowing eyes. Good effect. Which I think is like the kind of ridiculousness they were going for with the the injection upgrade, the chromosome booster. Yeah, well, when that happened, I thought, 
Okay, he can't die, certainly. Right. Because he's supposed to finish out the movie, or someone has to. And he gets up, and immediately you see like his eyes change and all that, and then he goes into the first-person shooter thing for like five minutes in the movie, and I was just laughing the whole time because it was so stupid. And Yeah, that was a really tough sequence to watch in the theater. Oh, you saw this in the theater? Yeah. Uh, Justin, who couldn't be with us, um, Justin, uh, Justin and I and somebody else went and saw it in the theater in high school. I distinctly remember this. Well, I kept it together until the point where he gets the chainsaw first person and starts hacking away at the hellhound with the, the wheelchair guy became. I lost it as soon as the guy in the, the, the basic zombie in the jumpsuit leapt around the corner to be shot. Oh, and he just blasts him right in the head? Yeah. And blast him. Yeah. That was just like, uh, you know, <laughs> can't take this seriously after this. Yeah, I can't take anybody really seriously in this movie. Um, I think The Rock is just, he's aware of the kind of movie he's in. Yeah. He knows yeah, yeah. how much it sucks, and he's just trying to get through this by playing like a badass Marine which he can do, but I like none of the other people on his team besides Carl Urban. Like they're all just throwaway. They're like the first person to be killed by Jason or Freddy, right? You don't care about them, right? And they only have like minimal surface characterization. Yeah, I think the guy who gets the most characterization is the guy who's like the fucking pervert. The guy wearing the Hawaiian shirt and stuff and is like creeping on, oh, you know, Rosamund yeah, yeah, Pike yeah. and, you know, taking a sh- He gets killed while he's taking a shit. Yeah. Of course. Him and, uh, uh, what's his, you know, penitent, angry guy, weirdo, religious, cuts himself. Yeah. I was thinking, wasn't that the guy from Stargate Universe, one of the, uh, Lucian Alliance guys? who survives when they invade the ship. Oh, yeah, I think I it think was. I think it is. Yeah. He dies later, but he was I remember him being pretty good. He's just in a he's just stuck in this shitty shitty movie. But and at least he kills himself to get out of it. All the characters are are on that Yeah, there's only three of them that have any developments, the Rock, Rosemary right. Pike and and the two Dr. black McCoy. guys, they get nothing. They just they just die. No, no, they're the two black guys. That's what they get. <laughs> That's their whole characterization, yeah. the two black guys. The two black the guys. Yeah, okay. So just like Predator. Pretty much. Except yeah. they got more story in Predator. Yeah, everybody in Predator is a well-rounded yeah. Shakespearean character right. compared to the ones here. Even Billy yeah, the, and the the thing I don't get is okay. So they they jump into this this through this arc thing, and they end up in the base. And there's this convocation center where all the people who live on the base just are being corralled. Yeah, because of the exposure. And then they go through this airlock thing to get into like the laboratory, right? Where they're looking for you know whatever and sister and yeah. the research and all that crap. All the lights are off in there. Why don't they just turn the lights on? That's what I don't understand. It's like clearly the facility has power, and uh, don't they even turn on the power in some places when they're like firing up the lab? Yeah, the power is restorable. Like they, they 
could take their time and do it. But right. So they spent all this time creeping around in the dark with their night vision goggles, or I don't even think they have those. Flashlights. No, yeah, they have fucking flashlights. And then they're all getting killed one by one by these stupid, like, you know, I assume they're supposed to be the, uh, what are those things called in the game? They're the guys who, who um, hell something, they shoot the fireballs at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like the basic enemy. And... They're just walking around getting killed by these guys when they, and they don't know where they're coming from, but they they could just turn on the lights and then they would see these guys coming from a mile away. More than a mile away, like they're just right in these corridors they're in in this stupid lab. Yeah. They're so narrow and the whole thing could be like a, a easy kill box if they just turn the fucking lights on yeah, right? shooting and together, stayed yeah. in like one place and they just waited. Because they pretty quickly established that there are there's nobody left besides the couple scientist guys they find right who turn into like mutant creatures and somehow the one guy the scientist guy just like gets out of his body bag and escapes while nobody's looking. It happens, you know. Right, but he he apparently didn't make a sound, and I'm like he, he seemed kind of skittery, noisy when they got him before, so I don't see he all, he went into stealth mode. He crouched. He held the crouch right. key. Yeah. I don't, nothing really makes sense, as would be expected in this movie. I think it's all in service of getting to the random final scene where Invincible Dr. McCoy fights Cyber Rock thing. Yeah, the rock is turned into like a cyber demon. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't even really mutate until he gets sent back through the portal yeah. and he's about to die from the stupid grenade. Yeah. Before he's, you know, semi-rockish. And it's just like a, an, <laughs> an abrupt transition from, I don't know, him being kind of quasi-humanoid into being the cyber demon monster. And I, it's just fucking stupid. And the whole movie is just to get to that point. Yeah, so when I, when I was watching this, I saw that it was like 143 minutes long. Yep. And it was a pain to get through this movie. It is really long for how little it has to accomplish Yeah, as a movie. And I think just the frustrating thing about this is if I, I could enjoy it as like a crappy action movie or something, something I'd watch on the sci-fi channel. But again, the really frustrating thing is that they, they just took the worst aspect of Doom 3, the fact that you can't see anything in the game, which made it incredibly hard to play, and they bring that to the movie. So you can't see the movie you're trying to watch. Even if this crappy movie that I just kind of wanted to get through, you can't even see that. So 143 minutes feels a lot longer when you're trying to see every little thing that goes on at the same yeah. time as you know that the characters are not anybody you care about and they're really dumb and you just want to see them die anyway and you can't even see that that's they're they're teasing me and then they're denying me my pleasure in seeing them die horribly i don't even think they're that intelligent i know i know they're not doing it on purpose but that's the end result to the audience and yeah. it just pisses me off i think that they honestly thought this would be a cool movie and there's you know if this were a video podcast, we would dig up a, a fun clip of the director doing some press reels saying how it's a you know, unique interpretation, masterpiece, all that typical shit. 
I know, a movie based, based on the first first-person shooter video game. It sounds great on paper. Right, but it's just like, oh, Doom 3's got the prepackaged aesthetic for us. It's all dark and like red lights and, ooh, yeah, that'll be a cool visual style. It's going to be awesome. We're going to reinvent the Dutch tilt. Uh, yeah. I, it's not like movies and action movies haven't been really dark before, but you could still see what was going on. Yeah, I mean... Aliens, it's pretty dark, very, like, got that dark blue to the whole movie, and you can see everything, but instead, like, it's like, they purposely turned off the set lighting here so that the camera didn't pick up anybody doing anything. Yeah. They probably did it so they could just have one actor turning back and forth in the dark. Right, Mm. save some money. You see various parts of it. (laughs) Not have the no-name people on the set for a day or two. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, Dwayne, we want you to turn left and right, and then, you know, we're going to make it look like your shadow's another guy or something. Yeah, that's like... (laughs) I think that's what they they have to be reduced to in doing this, because there's no other reason that you would purposely not expose your film, basically. (laughs) Like, they make it so black. Right. I don't know. Movies can do that. Like, uh, I think a movie that uses darkness really well is... um, Jamie Foxx, Collateral. Yeah, with Tom Cruise. Yeah, I think that yeah. has like the action elements that take advantage of the darkness. That's clever and done well, but... Yeah. This, I think, they went for scary, and it turned out to be... It's not scary because you can't see anything happening. Right, yeah, it's, think of the scariest movie, you know, that you can possibly dream up, and then imagine that half of it is just blank... Like right. black screen. Yeah, yeah. And and people always say, Oh well, but you know, didn't Hitchcock say that, you know, it's always scarier, you know, what you don't see. Right, but Hitchcock didn't put like a fucking shroud over the movie screen when he wanted you to watch his movie, right? Yeah, I I I think people really misinterpret that to mean like, ooh, lots of darkness, but it's like, uh look at how Hitchcock used that. Yeah, it's it's what's implied to have happened yeah. is the scary terrifying part about it whereas nothing in this movie is nothing in doom is implied you're supposed to see everything but it didn't turn out that way right i mean he was talking about like shooting around not having the gratuitous violence and whatever and saying oh it's more effective not to see what happened but here that when they when they can do anything really computer i mean george lucas has already made um revenge of the sith at this point so computers can you know quote unquote do anything in your movie you could go for an insane, over-the-top video game type experience, but they were shot for that PG-13, right? Or was this R? I can't even remember. Um, I think it was PG-13. I don't know because there's an unrated version of it out there. Yeah. So I'm assuming they had to cut it down to PG-13 or R or something. Yeah. It. I don't know if they had to cut it down... I would guess maybe it's R because they have some blood and gore, but it's not really anything that graphic. Especially compared to the video game, where the guys melt into like just a pile of gore when you kill them, or they you know burn up. Yeah, or or in the video game when you when you get a chainsaw and you cut some guy in half, like you see all his guts spraying out. All oh, especially the in Doom Three. Yeah, yeah, you can beat someone to death with a wrench or a flashlight. But in this one, when he gets the chainsaw, another frustrating thing is that you know when he's attacking the the hellhound he doesn't really do anything with the chain he like attacks the wheelchair and somehow that kills the hellhound. yeah yeah for some reason yeah. He, he starts cutting up the the super cool wheelchair 
Right. So in the game, when you're playing, you just shove that thing in its face and it kills it like it should. But somehow in the movie, killing the wheelchair is where all his vital organs are. I, I don't know. That whole thing was stupid that the guy got like reverse mutated from being a cripple into like a monster dog in a wheelchair. Truly. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, I mean, and the acting. And I'm going to say Rosamund Pike probably did the best job, and that's just because I think she minimized her screen time and her lines were very minimal. I mean, I think her role is just basically trying to explain what's going on, and she doesn't really have any action. So she comes off okay just because she wasn't as directly involved as the rest of the characters in this bad, bad movie. She's really just there for exposition and to be the person who has the only, you know, science degree or whatever who can yeah, look at the bones and go, "Oh, okay." And I guess I can say the Rock's performance is okay because he's just being he's just playing the Rock. He's just playing a slightly more militaristic version of the Rock. So that's fine with me. I get it. I don't come into a, a Rock Dwayne Johnson movie expecting an Oscar-worthy performance. I mean, he he does action. He knows he's in a video game right. movie. Yeah. Carl Urban, I expect a little more from him because he's been in some good stuff. He's pretty one-dimensional in this this role. But yeah. I don't know how much of that is his fault versus like just the way the movie is written. It's like, you know, how much can you do with like a fucking video game movie character that he's a soldier who kind of has a backstory? Uh, but not enough to make us care. Once they bring up his code name, I'm done. What was his code name again? Is it Reaper, I think? Oh, Reaper? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And All it's right. just like, okay, well... All right, I'm done with him then. <laughs> I, I, I've seen, I've tried this path before. I know where this is going. And like I said, the, the black guy is nothing. The pervert guy, strangely, gets a lot of attention. <laughs> um, the The rookie kid... Yeah, the rock just—I mean that—that that is a funny scene where the rock just like shoots him through the head, or, but he doesn't really do anything for the rest of the movie either. Because no. he's dead, but the yeah. you know the whole preceding part of the movie that he's in, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's just—I think the best way to sum this up is to say that it's bizarre what they choose to spend their time on in this movie. Like, they spend a lot of time explaining how bones make people into mutated skeleton monsters. They spend no time explaining anything else pertaining to Mars. And then they go spend the rest of their time on the rock being a, a freaky tank monster and a wheelchair mutating. Yeah, and the only cool techno thing in this movie, really, is that the nano wall thing. Oh, yeah. That was at least interesting. Cool concept. The teleporter thing and yes that's the other weird part of this movie how so well, they've got like the one way stable teleport between earth and mars isn't that right yeah yeah but, but only one person at a time why well, that kind of reminds me of what's the stephen king short story the the fall or something where you slide to the teleporter to mars yeah whatever but it's just bizarre that and they choose to have that technological implement, and they've clearly mastered the technology or figured it out, 
and then they all get killed so easily the rest of the movie. But in the games, you fly there in a shuttle. So what is the point of including the weird alien teleporter from Earth to Mars? Why can't they just go there in a shuttle? Yeah. Why do you need to complicate things by introducing this? I guess because they're supposed to be the rapid response team, and that's the fastest way to get to Mars in then this movie. Then why not fucking station them there? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, why aren't they living on Mars? And exactly. They are the response team because they're there. Yeah, that would make more sense. But then they couldn't introduce the plot device of the Ark, right? That's the teleporter name. But which serves, like, the purpose of getting them to and from Mars. Yeah, and then it the last fourth of the movie, it's kind of, you know, they're... Their goal is to stop everybody from getting to the service once they go through the arc. Or the rock's goal is. Yes. Yeah. And For some reason. Yeah, his reasoning for wanting to kill everybody and just ignoring all the evidence to the contrary that, you know, people are not all turning into monster demons. Uh, it, I don't know. It seems like... That was kind of out of character, the way that that was written. It's, it would seem like a military commander would, I don't know, have more discretion. You'd think, but... But say so he becomes very single-minded and just like, no, no, we got to kill everybody. Well, he's been to Mars, too. What makes him think that, you know, he's qualified to get to the surface? Kill everybody means everybody has to die. Everybody who's been there, including his team. He's a scorpion king. That is one thing. The CGI in this movie was not terrible. No, but I think that's really well served by the fact the movie's fucking super dark. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm, I'm sure if it had been in lighter, yeah. that we would be talking about how bad the CGI was, and maybe they covered it up just for that reason, or I, how do I know? But I think it, it's a, it probably it's, did like, like the Scorpion King CGI. It's a, it's a blend of CGI and practical. So... One wonders if it's like the CGI looks like shit in the light, and then also, you know, they're wearing rubber masks. It looks like a porno if they turn the lights on. Yeah. So maybe they shot a few scenes like that and decided to turn the lights off. That's, that's possible. I'm just thinking, why would you need to hide all your stuff unless it sucked? <laughs> it I, is I mean, if Blockbuster was still around, I'm sure they, they'd be hiding this movie just so people couldn't get their hands on it. Because it's that bad. I yeah, I think it made its budget back. So, or almost made its budget back. Which, well, thank God for DVD sales. Yeah, so I'm sure it's technically broken. Well, and, and well also we we watched the normal version. We didn't watch the unrated version. Right. So maybe just maybe the unrated version has like a bunch of deleted material or something that makes the movie make sense. I, I'd say there's about a 1% chance of that being true, but I got to hold out that 1% hope. That, I would, yeah. yeah Otherwise, that, it's going to be better. very depressing. But what do you think it is that they're, they will put back in? Rosemary Pike finding I mean, a book? Probably end up making the movie like 160 minutes instead of 143 and just you know fleshing out the story more so it makes sense. Or at least a character or two. Like I said, uh, I think yeah. 1% chance that that's what happened. Probably 99% chance it's just more people getting shot up and more <laughs> alien death scenes. 
So do you think that the theatrical version is an improvement then, plot-wise, having all of that removed? Uh, probably not. Probably just, not. Just because when you go to a movie like this, like I was saying, you you know it's probably going to be bad. So the only reason most people are going is to see the action and all, like the how they, you know, how many people are going to get shot and killed and how and what's going to explode and you know whose face gets blown off by a grenade and shit like that. And then, of course, you go see it and you can't see anything because the movie's so dark. Why? Why make this? Money. But it didn't make any money. <laughs> Fucking bombed. Well, I'm saying that was probably the idea behind it is, you know, hey, video games, people like video games. What if we made video games into a movie? This was a popular video game, so it should be a popular movie. Logic. Yeah. Just, I, I ask only the, the next logical step, which is to say, oh, it's a really popular game, so a lot of people have played it. Maybe we should make it more like what they played to get them into the theater. Well, if that had been the case, then the whole movie would have been Carl Urban first person. Well, okay. It would have been fine. that for the whole you, movie. You can make it third person and different camera angles, but. I'm just saying that you, you probably could have dropped half of the scientific shit they made up and just put in, you know, teleporter, weird, aliens, who knows. Actually, I'm thinking now, if they, if they had made it all first person and told the story from the first person character's point of view. Well, that would have been interesting. And it would, you know, of course, it would have done some annoying things that we hate, like the shaky cam crap and all that, because it'd be for his, like him getting knocked down and stuff his like that. His helmet camera bouncing. Right, right. But it would have. I think that would have been more interesting, and just to ha- have everything be seen from Carl Urban's character's perspective, and you know, of course, change the story a bit. But then yeah. just have the Rock and the other people as characters in this guy's field of vision. That would be a more accurate adaptation of the game, in my mind. Yeah, 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 and change the radio to the heads-up display so you can have the Rock picture in picture. Right. That would have been so much better. I would have watched that movie. Yeah, and they probably could have made it shorter, too, just because of streamlining right, right. the visuals. The, the focus was on yeah. one thing. So that would have been a very fascinating movie. A lot yeah. of cool stuff you could have done. I, I mean, I think there's probably still, good chan- still a good chance it would have been horseshit, but it would have been horseshit with a unique spin. Yeah, but even a shitty movie, I think you can generate some real excitement from doing something unique with it. Right. I mean, look at Transformers. Yes, all 15 of them. I'm going to see all 15 of them. No, many people will, but I... I checked out when the the, the Pyramids battle, whichever one that was, I was done. That was uh, Revenge of the Fallen. Was it the third one? Second one. Okay, yeah. See, I, I sat through second, or two of them, and that was... Um, yeah, so... In that movie, you had a big first act, no second act, and then just the third act is the the whole end of the movie, just an hour and a half fight scene. Yeah. So at least there was a beginning, middle, and an end in Doom. It's true. That's something we can say in its favor. We Yeah, we, we can. What do you think the midpoint was, probably? I'm going to say the midpoint is probably when the the pervert guy got killed on the toilet. 
just chronologically in the movie, like where's the where do things uh, start oh. going to shit and turn really bad? I'd say the chronological middle of the movie is around where the guy gets killed taking his shit. But the the story inflection point, if that's what you're looking for, I think is the last third of the movie when they have the you know, the twenty fourth chromosome doesn't give you down syndrome, it makes you into Superman. When they have that explanation, yeah, I think so, that's that's the yeah. turning point where the movie, the story actually has moved from plot point A to B finally. The end the imperative becomes stop the rock from right. killing everyone. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now we have a clear goal. So the, the story has picked up and we're going towards the climax. So I think that's where the it changes over from being horrible shit to at least having a plot. Yeah, another thing that was disappointing was that, because this was in 2005, and yep. back, that was when he was still going by The Rock, right? Yep. So before that, in every movie he'd been in, they'd incorporated some of his wrestling moves into the movie, <laughs> yeah. like in the rundown. And in this movie, he, ne- he did not do the people's elbow or rock bottom on anyone. And that was really disappointing. I thought that at least that end scene where he and Carl Urban are fighting, he would have at least done like a power bomb on him or something. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like in Guardians of the Galaxy, Batista does some wrestling moves. I mean, he clotheslines some people and he does like a Batista bomb on somebody, I think. And that would have been really cool if <laughs> Carl Urban and The Rock had, had wrestled for their final battle. Well, they kind of are already. I mean, they're beating the shit out of each other. It's like, why not just throw in, like, a people's elbow or something? Or I mean, like, you know, throw the rock over the edge of a, a, a railing or something and do a turnbuckle move on him or something. Yeah, or like just, have, just have the rock do a high flyer. Yeah, you just know, take it all away. Yeah, just go for sumo it. Sumo splash or something. Like, you have the chance. Just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the guy was out of shape or anything. No, but instead they go for a action movie ending, kind of, where the big monster is defeated by the guy with the, the gun. Yeah. It's a pretty basic interpretation of the ending of a, a sci-fi action movie. Yeah, well, and then the, the very the very end, the denouement, I guess, of the, the film, where they're just, he, uh, Carl Urban and, and Rosamund Pike are just going up the elevator that was kind of that was disappointing too because I wanted to at least see like some resolution there, but it's just like oh we survived, that's it. They ran out of money. Thanks for your money. They ran out of money and they they went into uh, the director went into his agent's office and they filmed that in the elevator. That's what happened. Cool. That's what I'm guessing because the movie just ends. So they just they just went into a agent's building and found some maintenance elevator and. Oh, yeah, the movie, this in there. the freight elevator, the movie just fucking ends. Sprayed them with some, uh, you know, chocolate syrup and... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, great, we're, we're done. We're, we'll, we'll put it in editing, we'll, we'll email it now. Because really, the movie just goes like, oh, the rock's dead, cool. We, we better get back to the, the command post and tell, you know, the story of what happened. Okay. <laughs> That's the end. That's the reward you get to sitting to the movies. They take the elevator ride up to, you know, the open the door shot to the the yeah. sunlight and everything. Yeah, I would have at least appreciated like a voiceover narrative saying like, oh, you know, the facility on Mars was shut down, blah blah blah, or some shit like that, or like, or they reopened it the next day. Just yeah. anything. You could have done a, like a voiceover and then splice footage in of you know other stuff happening. You know, that's that's what you should do for your. 
super high sci-fi gaming series that you you've been working on is you should do a playthrough of the doom games yeah It'd probably be better than the movie doom 3 oh, definitely need a flashlight yeah you have to get one of the mods to duct tape. the flashlight duct tape mod yep yeah because that'd be the only way the game would be enjoyable and playable that's all i have to say about doom yep it, it's horrible. Yep, it's pretty bad. Don't don't waste your money on it if you can watch it an alternate way without paying money. Like borrow it from a friend, maybe. Yeah, I, I check and see if it's on Amazon Prime or something. Yeah, or rent it on iTunes, whatever. Just don't don't watch it. Don't watch it. Play the video game instead. Play the Doom video games. So that's our recommendation. Then we'll talk to you uh, next week. Hopefully Justin will be back.